when you're going to have uncomfortable conversations, they don't have to be this big thing, right? It can happen in the moment. In fact, that's when it's best. Giving in the moment feedback is always the best policy. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you, founders and not so solopreneurs, can implement modern, effective, and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to Hiring School. Today we are talking all about the possibly uncomfortable time when you have to give feedback or have a hard conversation with your team member. It has to happen, right? When you're running a business, you're managing a team, there's going to be times when you need to give somebody feedback, you need to have a hard conversation with them. And I wanted to give you some pro tips on how to do this and how to make those uncomfortable conversations a little bit more comfortable. And so I guess in general, you really want to create a culture at your company where team members, including you, feel comfortable and confident giving each other honest feedback face-to-face and in real time. That is a practice, right? That takes time. That takes practice. If you think about it, that even takes practice in your personal life. When you have to have an uncomfortable conversation with a friend or a family member, it's all kind of the same. And I think sometimes we forget that when we're at work, it's oftentimes very similar to having to have hard conversations in other relationships in our day-to-day life. And so wanted just to start out by talking about what feedback is. A lot of times when you have to have an uncomfortable conversation, it's because you have to give somebody feedback. And so feedback is really how people grow and develop both professionally and personally. Feedback can be positive and negative. It can be like celebrating something that's done well or information about what needs to be improved for next time. That's really all feedback is. And here are some ways that you can really kind of start to think about and just notice things that happen so that you can start to pick up on now is the time that I have to give this person feedback. I would say the first ways that you know you need to provide somebody feedback is through body sensations. Like, do you have a heavy chest? Do you have a nervous stomach? Are you feeling anxious or worried? Are you having some sort of a sensation thinking about something they did or an interaction or or, or anything like that? A lot of times people feel it first in their body. And so it's kind of helpful for you to think about how that shows up for you personally. And you'll start to identify them quicker. A lot of times you wait until it's been happening for a while. And then once you get good at having having some uncomfortable conversations, you're like, oh, this is happening. This means I need to say something, right? And it becomes a little bit more, you notice it quicker. Another time when you have to give feedback is when you've identified a situation, conversation, or a complaint that isn't great, and you need to work to an active solution on it. And so when you're going to have uncomfortable conversations, 
they don't have to be this big thing, right? It can happen in the moment. In fact, that's when it's best. You definitely should read the book, Radical Candor, but giving in the moment feedback is always the best policy. Sometimes that doesn't happen and you just need to like call it out like, hey, I need to give you some feedback that's a little bit uncomfortable or like we need to talk about something that I don't know how else to bring it up. So I'm just going to bring it up, right? Sometimes you have to call it out on it. But if you do it in the moment, you can just stop and be like, hey, can I share something with you? Or it can be as simple as when you do X, this happens. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You can just literally do it in the moment or, hey, I noticed earlier that you X, Y, Z or during that meeting or that conversation, I noticed, or I saw, or it felt like. Those are great way to get the conversation started. You don't have to overthink it. It can just be a normal conversation. It doesn't have to be like, so, I don't even know, scripty, I guess. You can literally just say, hey, I noticed. I really love the, when you do X, this is the impact of it. Like, for example, when you're in a meeting, and you are, you know, not making eye contact, it makes people feel like you're not listening. That's feedback that can like stop an uncomfortable conversation immediately, right? And you want to make sure it's honest and straightforward. You hinder your team's growth if you like hesitate or hedge on your words and like leave out the real stuff, like what you really want to say, or try to I don't know, like shit sandwich it. That's something you definitely want to make sure you do is you want to skip the shit sandwich. I don't know if you've heard that, but if you're from the Midwest, we are really great at doing this. It's something I've worked on quite a bit, but it's essentially where you put constructive feedback. So you put negative feedback in the middle of compliments. And it's just so confusing because you think that it's like lightening the blow for something that might be like harsh or hard to hear. One, people can see through it and they also leave really confused. They're like, okay, which part of that feedback should I take action on? Like the good stuff or the bad stuff, right? So if you really want to soften the blow, you just want to avoid the shit sandwich and give it to people straight in a nice direct way. So what you could say is you could use instead of the shit sandwich, you want to provide context and then talk about the behavior talk about the impact, and then talk about next steps. So the context could be something like in multiple team meetings or in multiple client meetings would be the context, right? You're setting up the context in which the thing happened that you want to tell somebody about. And then you talk about the behavior. So I've seen you not pay attention and work on your computer could be something that's happening. I'm making this up. So context is in multiple team meetings, the behavior is I've seen you not pay attention and work on your computer. And then the impact is it makes it seem like to the rest of the team, it seems like you're not paying attention or that it's not important to you what the team is talking about. And then the next steps would be you need to make sure you close your computer when you're not presenting and take notes on a notebook so that you're not distracted because maybe they're like, oh, I'm taking notes on my computer. Well, you need to shut your computer and take notes in the notebook. So instead of skipping, so like a shit sandwich would be like, oh, I love how much you participate in meetings. Although you're on your computer a lot and it kind of makes it seem like you're not paying attention, but good job closing that deal that you talked about. Like that would be an example of a shit sandwich, right? So the employee's like, wait, I don't, 
like either they're going to be confused or they're just going to completely not hear that you told them to stop being on their computer, right? But if you say, hey, I wanted to talk to you about something. I noticed in multiple team meetings, you haven't been paying attention and working on your computer. It makes the rest of the team feel like you're not listening and that you don't care about them. And so you should make sure you close your computer and just take notes in your notebook or what have you. So that is the best way to avoid the shit sandwich. You also want to make sure that your feedback is specific and actionable instead of using like generalizations, like you need to be better about finishing projects on time. Okay. You would say, It'd be helpful if you provided weekly progress updates so that we can offer additional support as deadlines come up. You know, there's specific examples and specific things that they should do. Don't be general or like you always miss deadlines. Like that's like a a generalization and you don't know that to be true, right? And you also want to focus on facts and not personalities, right? Like instead of saying, you never listen to other people. You could say, I noticed when... Sam made a suggestion in last week's meeting. You disagreed with him before he finished explaining his idea. That is like very helpful feedback versus you never listen to people. And a good rule of thumb is to make sure that you're not making it personal. You want to make sure that you're using verbs and not adjectives. So an adjective could be like, you are sometimes bossy and controlling in team meetings, right? That's adjectives. You're like calling somebody something. A verb would be sometimes you interrupt others and forget to give other people space to provide different opinions. That would be like literally describing what they do, right? Not who they are. And so the last few things I'll leave you with is just put yourself in their shoes, right? Like if you're unsure how they'll take your feedback, put yourself in their shoes. How would you react if you received the same feedback? Would you be grateful if someone pointed it out? It might be difficult for some people to overcome a fixed mindset, but if you're honest and giving the feedback from a positive, genuine place, it usually is taken well. And Always assume positive intent. That goes for giving feedback or receiving feedback. And get curious, right? Like ask questions and and dig into things a little bit more. So it is your job as a boss to give feedback and to have these uncomfortable conversations. So hopefully now you feel a little bit more empowered as to like when is the right time to give feedback, how to do it. You are not going to use the shit sandwich. You're going to be objective. You're not going to criticize or attack someone's personality. You're going to talk about facts and you're going to do it more often and more often and more often until it becomes second nature. Because as the boss, the more that you do it, the more that your team is going to do it to each other and ask for feedback from them. Don't just be the one giving feedback, ask for feedback and ask for it regularly at nauseum. Don't let people get away without giving you feedback. The more you ask for it and you absorb it and you listen to it and take action on it, the more you're going to create a culture of feedback in your company. You're going to be able to move faster, communicate better, and everything is going to be better. So thank you so much for tuning in to Hiring School, where we go a little bit beyond the hire in this episode and excited to hear your takeaways from it. DM me on Instagram at people principles. 
and make sure you follow the podcast, Hiring School on Apple Podcasts. Oh, we have a new website too. Check out hiringschool.com where you can get more information about all of the podcast episodes, but also the new course that we just launched where you can literally learn all the ins and outs of hiring and set up your hiring process. That's at hiringschool.com. So thanks for tuning in and we will chat again next week. Oh,